Hey guys, welcome to my art and self-improvement podcast. Hi, I'm Katie and I'm a life coach and artist. I'm a life coach for artists. I help artists stop procrastinating on their art, create the art that they've been dying to make, and massively improve their mindset so that they can create the life of their art dreams. I struggled with anxiety, depression, self-loathing, so much self-sabotaging behaviors, and this is my update on how I'm improving my mindset and my life one podcast at a time. Okay, today's topic I think is really funny because I'm going to kind of debunk something that sounds so logical. For for our unaware brain, it's like, yeah, this makes total sense and we're going to completely work in this way when it's actually so unhelpful and it makes things just so shitty for us in general. So, oh, <laughs> anyway, that was Plume, my cat. So I've been working away week by week and I'm thinking to myself like, shit, I didn't follow my calendar there. I wasn't on time here. Ugh, I'm so disorganized. I changed my schedule on this day. I'm never supposed to do that. So damn it. I'm such a mess. I didn't do that correctly. Feeling like there's just so much to improve on, so much to change, so much to do. Like, am I even doing the right thing? What if this is not what I should be doing? And my clients come to me with really similar things. Like, you know, I wasn't consistent. I didn't do what I said I was gonna do. I didn't follow through. I'm a procrastinator. And there's just so much shame tied to these statements. You know, like kind of like feeling like we're doing all the wrong things. And then and then the end, you know, where this this imaginary place that we think is like a place where we finally feel okay. We finally feel like we're in a groove. We finally feel like, I don't know, like maybe we are doing the, th- the right things. Like that end place is really far away or it's just like, I have no idea how to get there. It's kind of like really nebulous and like nowhere in sight. It makes total sense though, right? Like that this is what we're doing you know, logically, we're looking for things that we're doing wrong so that then we can correct it. And then therefore, we will have more things that are right in our life. Right? (laughs) Right? So logical. But honestly, truly, it is not helpful. Most of us, we keep thinking that when we change our outside world or our actions, like we do everything on time, we never touch video games or YouTube or Instagram, that we meet every single deadline, that we're never late to anything, that's when we'll change our thinking about ourselves. That's when we're no longer a procrastinator or inconsistent or unmotivated or disorganized, etc. fill in the blanks. But it literally works the opposite. If we are in a habit of looking for what is wrong in us, our life, or in our actions, and making it mean something about our identity, what do you think we're going to get more of? I used to do this so much with art. I would try to draw something, and in the slightest bit of the drawing not going very well, I would immediately think, 
I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm doing something wrong. And so then I would end up watching so many tutorials and artist processes and speed paintings. And then I would get super overwhelmed with which kind of process to do, like what's the right one to do. I just didn't let myself trust my own intuition. And then I would also like paint sometimes with, you know, an artist style in mind because whatever they're doing is right, right? And then whatever I'm doing is wrong. And you know, if it wasn't going well, it just kept reinforcing that I'm doing something wrong, which of course it is. If I'm trying to be another artist, you know, I'm, if I'm being kind of out of integrity with myself, with what I really want to do. Um, so this led me to keep changing styles, keep changing processes, keep changing brushes, keep changing mediums, keep watching tons of tutorials. And it was very frustrating. And that same kind of like end place where you know we're looking for where I finally or where we finally feel like at home with our work it again just felt like nowhere in sight or I had no idea how to get there or I just kept hoping that one day I'll do the right thing and I'll finally feel at home it's kind of sneaky because I thought I was experimenting, experimenting. I thought I was fixing problems and it also felt really productive to passively learn and buy new art supplies while pretty much just having this underlying feeling of something is missing the entire time. I thought what was missing was is something that I was doing. And once I find that right thing, like I said, that's when I'll find that end place, right? Of like finally feeling good, finally in a groove and I can just enjoy. So here's why it's like actually counterproductive and then why it's so important to own what is right in this moment, right now, in everything, in everything that you've been doing. Okay, this is going to seem like such a left turn, but stick with me. So I noticed two weeks ago that I was seeing a lot of those angel numbers, you know, what people call angel, angel numbers every day, like 1111, 11, triple digits, quadruple digits, like, you know, all that kind of stuff, right? And in law of attraction, manifestation type teaching, that's supposed to mean that the universe is sending you signs, um, good signs usually. Um, be, you know, those of you who are really logical and don't believe in this stuff, like hear me out, like I'm gonna talk about it with some science. So I believe that magic or anything seemingly kind of supernatural, right? Like the whole idea of law of attraction and manifestation. I see it as just science that hasn't been explained yet. And so when I was thinking about the science behind why I started to see these numbers everywhere, to me, that's proof that it's my reticular activating system at work. Okay, so what's the reticular activating system? This is the part of the brain that filters information for you. If you absorbed every single sensory information in, in your environment, your head would literally explode. So this part of your brain keeps you from going insane and only taking in the information that is most necessary to you at the time. And this filter that this system uses in your brain, it to look for information, it uses whatever you choose to focus on or your beliefs. So whatever you believe or what you focus on, your brain will hunt down information to fulfill it. 
So let's rewind 2 million years ago to see how this was actually super useful back then because I don't want anyone beating themselves up, right? Don't beat your own, your own brain up like this. there's something wrong with my brain for doing this, all that kind of stuff, because that's not true. There was a very useful evolutionary reason for it. So for example, uh, you know, imagine your ancestor, right? He, he's, he or she is leaving the cave to go out and hunt. And then they have a belief that there is danger outside of the cave. They're choosing to focus now on danger signs, right? So their brain is then going to look for every trace of tiger tracks, poisonous plants, plants, <clears throat> uneven ground, you know, of like anything that's dangerous, thus keeping them very safe from actual life-threatening scenarios. Their brain is probably not going to be taking in like maybe the details of the clouds and or like the feeling of grass underneath their feet. Like think about how we pretty much forget how clothes feel once we're once we have them on, right? We're not thinking all the time about like how these clothes are feeling on us. We just don't even really realize it anymore because in the moment we don't need that information. Okay, so now let's fast forward again to today. So if I believe that I'm a terrible person, I'm going to keep finding evidence of that being true. And then my brain, our brain, thinks that believing that is keeping us safe in some way. And so, you know, I'm only going to believe that more and then the pattern repeats and repeats unless I purposely break this pattern. And these beliefs really feel like facts like as if they're just true. And like I said earlier, my clients come to me with these identities, with these, you know, with these thoughts of like, I'm inconsistent, I'm not very good with difficult conversations, I'm socially anxious, I'm not self-motivated. And they're reporting it as if they're just reporting the news, right? As if it's just a fact in the world. But then I'm like, well, you were consistent enough to graduate college uh, you had the conversation anyway, you left the house and went to that dinner, you were motivated enough to get on the phone with me. You know, just like my brain, my client's brain thinks that if we point out how inconsistent, socially anxious, unmotivated, cowardly we are, or the actions that make these identities true, right, the evidence of why these identities are true, that we will change. It, again, makes sense. We point out what is wrong with us so that then we will correct it. Unfortunately, that doesn't really do anything because your brain doesn't want to change. It wants to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and conserve energy. You're the one that's going to have to like use your higher brain and change on purpose. Your, your default brain will not do that. And to consciously start seeing other evidence. We cannot solve the problem that with the brain that created the problem. It just doesn't, it wouldn't work, right? So that is how a coach is really helpful too, is because we are outside of the problem. We are another perspective. So with my clients, what we're doing is we're chipping and chipping and chipping away at that identity that their brain wants to hold on so tightly to. Even if it's a painful identity, the brain wants to hold on to it. It's much more comfortable than the unknown, even if it feels better. Um, it's, it's the cave, right? So 
Actually, if I want more things right in my life, instead of focusing on what I'm doing wrong, I want to focus and I need to focus on what I'm already doing right. Once I started to let myself believe that, it was like, whoa, look at all the freaking work that I've actually done. Look at what like this body of work that I've created in my life and even in just the last month. I've been thinking that I wasn't doing enough, right? And then that's what I was focusing on, not enough, not enough. And I ended up just proving that true by, you know, looking at like just recreating like action patterns, you know? And what I wasn't doing was focus on what I was doing right and then building on that. When I started to do that with my art last year and just totally trusted myself with my work, that I, you know, whatever style that came out of my hand is mine, that I'm just going to follow what feels good, what actually ends up working for me, um, rather than after I do this correctly or do that correctly or do that right. You know, after that, it's like my work improved like crazy. It, It was like, it was like, a a, a huge door opened for me when it came to my art like it improved so much and so I don't think the answer is to never look for ways to never look for ways to improve but when we criticize and make it something mean really like painful about ourselves it's super 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 unuseful my coach has been drilling that into my ear that I was using my schedule against me it was like it was like my schedule was a prison and I feel like I finally get it. Sometimes you just need to hear something in a different way or in the right time and then all the self-coaching work that I did also, right? Like the work that I do outside of our coaching has helped me kind of like shift in that in in this area of my life. And you know, kind of seeing my schedule more as it's there to support me. It's not a reason to punish myself with, right? Like I was really punishing myself for like minute being like, you know, starting on something five minutes later than I like meant to, than it said on my calendar, for example, or working on something later or whatever, or really beating myself up if I didn't finish something on time, you know? Um, And then just using it as more evidence of, of how I'm not doing enough, of how I am not right, how I'm doing things wrong. So... There is absolutely nothing wrong with you where you are now. Like think about an identity that you're really believing that feels really crappy. What if, just what if you were wrong about yourself? Same, same with me, same with anyone, right? Like what if I was wrong about myself, about some of these identities that I think I have, that I'm disorganized, that I don't know what I'm doing, that, um, that, I am not on top of like my schedule or whatever. You know, so what if, right? Just what if you were wrong about yourself? And then what if believing the opposite right now is actually what's going to get you more of whatever identity or whatever actions it is that you want? More consistency, more motivation, more confidence, etc. So you can really let go of the shame of whatever it is that you think you're not doing or being enough of. You could start to question some painful identities you're holding and tentatively seeing if there's evidence to the contrary, right? Like just, just is it possible, right? Is it possible that this could be wrong? And, and the, the, 
the point or like where you want to get to is like is like changing that belief and then taking action from that belief. If this sounds hard, yep. <laughs> Um, this is this is hard work. Again, your brain doesn't want to change. It can be really easy and it can be fun, but yes, it can definitely be hard too. And this is what a coach can help with as well, is like believing new things. So it may seem super impossible right now to suddenly start believing that new identity, but ask your brain if you could be open that it's possible to believe something new. So you don't have to believe that new thing, Right? But could, your, could it be possible to believe it in the future? Is it possible to change your beliefs? If you want to know how you can do that, I do free consult calls. A consult call with me is like a GPS system. So what we'll do is that we take a look at where you are right now, exactly where you are, and why. So you'll get a full picture of what's going on right now, which is seriously so valuable in itself. Like, I lived for so long being so lost and confused and frustrated with myself because I had no idea what was going on inside. I didn't understand why, like, the same things just keep happening. So that's point A in the GPS, and then we'll get really, really clear on where you want to be. So like your 10 out of 10 life, you know, like your five star life where you're like, I, this would be where I would feel so fulfilled and so happy and so excited. So that's point B. And then what I do on the consult with you is I show you the exact roadmap on how we'll get from point A to point B. It's incredibly illuminating. If you're interested in that, you can leave a comment in the video or you can DM me on Instagram. There's also a calendar in the video description. Pretty much you can get in contact with me however you think is like the easiest. Um, so yeah, so that's the console calls. However, I think you could ask yourself some questions, right? I, and I think you could start with one thing. Start with one, something that's causing you a lot of pain that you're thinking about yourself right now. Pick that one thing and then ask yourself, is there any possibility that this isn't true, right? Like, is there any, any possibility that someone would not think this about me? And then just baby steps, look for one evidence of why this, the opposite could be true. Just let your brain kind of like taste it, you know, just get a taste that like, it's possible that it's not true. And then get a taste of what it would be like even if everything in your life is the same, even if you yourself didn't change at all, right? But like get a taste of how you, f how you would feel differently and then how you would act differently if you had the other belief instead. Just getting a taste of that. Okay, awesome guys. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you next week.